the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is about building up wealth, saving money, and understanding the world today. And that's it gets more complicated every day. But in this more volatile world, it's important to save more money to build up more wealth to protect yourself. And by doing that, you start first with your company savings plan, and you sign up for the different programs there. You want to put away a minimum of 10% plus the company match. If you're in your 50s, you want to start ramping up even higher than that. Fifties for most people is when they're making the most money and they can put away the most money. A lot of their expenses have fallen away, and uh, and uh, with growing up, uh, building a house, the kids, the education for college is there to some extent. But then after that, you can really start putting away the money, and, and you want to do it. And the reason why we, we we say this is because by signing up for these programs, it, it puts them. You don't see the money. You quote pay yourself first, which means put your savings away first for retirement, and. And what that does is, is that allows you to spend the rest of the money it, it, because most people don't have a really good sell. If they just had to put the money into their into their savings account at the at, at the bank, they, they I, I, I would I would say seventy five percent of the people wouldn't have the money they have in their retirement plan today if they had to do it that way. I, I just we we just we, we find it very hard for people that don't have these programs to, to save money. And, uh, and and so take advantage of these programs. I mean, they, I mean, it's not an excuse that they, they don't have enough good investment choices. They generally don't. But uh, it, it's not an excuse that there's not enough company match, or you just you know if they if they match three percent, you put in three percent to get the three percent match. I mean, you really have to. To put away the ten percent, uh, it, 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 it kind of is what it is. Uh, but even if you're worried about the market, then put it into the put it into the uh, into the cash fund or the short-term bond fund. But keep putting money in there into your plan. And, and, and truthfully, when you're starting out, it almost doesn't make any difference. Even if you're in your mid thirties or forties, just keep putting the money into the into kind of stocks and bonds, maybe get it a little more conservative because it, it, you're really dealing with much longer-term things. And uh, it, 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 
and, and particularly when you're 20s or 30s, you don't want to go just cash and then be, be because you, you know if you wait a decade, you really want to be you're, you're putting in money each time. You want to be putting it in. It, 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 let me put this another. Even if you're worried about the market, put your don't change your inputs going in. Maybe adjust some of your other things. You know, but but you want to kind of balance it because you do want to take advantage. These are long term, ten, twenty, thirty year deals. And, and time go, five years goes by much faster than anybody thinks. And when you're young, you really don't understand that. So get your you get your savings plan on autopilot. Don't worry about it. Having said that, one of the things we're seeing from a lot of people we talk to, we have a lot of people coming in talking to us at Max Out Savings Advisors. Is that, uh, many of them are just are way overweighted in the stock market. We're seeing. 70, 80, 90% weightings in the stock market. And, and, and look, I mean, we've had a good run over the last decade, but there's lots of years where the stock market doesn't do anything. There's, there's decades where the stock market doesn't do anything. I could think of two of them, as a matter of fact. And, 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 the, and in that environment, you've got to be able to sit there and make money. And, and, and it takes a different skill set to do it then. And, and and so if you're if you're fully invested just in the indexes, you could suffer a decade of no growth. And, and so so turn back. And by the way, most retirement plans don't have the. I mean, they just don't have enough choices in them, uh, and, and it makes it difficult. But 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 dial back some of the risk in this market right now. I mean, I think year to date the market's up. It was down 13 percent year to date yesterday afternoon. And uh, or yesterday morning, thirteen percent. I think it's down like nine percent now. So uh, it, 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 if this is year to date numbers, I mean, this, this is just terrifically bad uh, performance out of the S and P five hundred. And, and so, uh, you know, looking out, uh, let me see something here. Let's see what it is. Checked on it a couple times yesterday, and it just. Okay. Bear with me just a second. About eight percent down, eight percent. So, so we had a big rally and it pulled it back five percent from what it was. But, but, but again, just horrific numbers. The bond market is down. The stock market is down. Uh, and, 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 and so, understand if you're overweighted, uh, adjust your weighting. I, I think there's. I, I think people understand we're, we're just in very, very perilous times in, in many ways. It's it, it's really extraordinary. Looking out uh, on this market or at this economy, I, mean, I, I, I can't say I've never seen anything like this. I was really young when I did with this type of of, of inflation and just uh, you know a malaise. I mean, it, you know, I want to say it's like Jimmy Carter times, but I, I, you know, in all fairness to Jimmy Carter, he was a materially better president than Joe Biden. I mean, uh, we, we, you know, the, these first. You know, year year and a couple months of Joe Biden have been an unmitigated disaster. It's it's, a, it's easily the most disastrous start for a presidency. I say in my lifetime, I, I think you maybe have to go back, you know, to almost Civil War times to see something just as catastrophic as, as what's going on out there right now. I mean, it, 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 it's it's absolutely breathtaking to see uh, see what's happening. The the, 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 our foreign policy is in absolute collapse and disarray, and 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 I really think you know I, I, we've really been very critical of the elites in this country because I, I don't believe they care about the, the, the American people. I, I think 
I think they're, they, they, I think they've lost sight of, of what they're there for to defend the United States of America and build it up in, in its people. And I think they've fallen into this Davos, you know, World Economic Forum th- thought that you know they're rebuilding the world and then on, on a mission, and and, 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 I, and that mission doesn't include the American people, but. And I firmly believe that. I, you know, I, I think Davos is, is, is not in the best interest of the world economic forum. These people are not in the best interest of the United States at all. But I think even even, but there's lots of elite people in Washington. A lot of very wealthy people in this country. A lot of them are Democrats. A lot of them didn't like Trump. But I think across the spectrum, there has to be tremendous concern of what's happening in the United States of America. It. it and I, I mean, it's becoming a real issue of concern around the world. I mean, it's it's kind of a talking point. People don't respect us, but we are the most powerful country on the planet. And contrary to what everyone says, and it's basically a ship without a rudder in a storm heading for the rocks at rapid pace. And it seems to be self-inflicted. And this is this is a real concern. If 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 you're if you have wealth, if you have wealth in the stock and bond markets, if you own dollars, if you do business with the United States, if you live in the United States, if your children, if you want your children's future in the United States, I, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, if you look at our foreign policy, utter disarray, a complete collapse in Afghanistan, which we got nothing out of it. You know, we basically rearmed an enemy, gave it to him. For, it, 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 I mean, it almost. You know, and then we go to the Ukraine, which is again an unmitigated disaster. It was poorly handled. Uh, we made a deal with the Ukrainians when they gave up nuclear weapons. The United States and Russia said we would not; they would be neutral. We would defend them, and Russia said they would not come in. They did, but in fairness to the Russians, we were trying to get our influence and figure we were trying to get them into NATO, which was not part of the deal. It it was mishandled. Then. Rather than arming the, Iran- the Ukrainians ahead of time or trying to negotiate with Russia to stop this, they, they, they wouldn't concede not putting NATO in there. And they basically forced Putin's hand in, into invading uh, the Ukraine. And now here we're in a mess of hands, and, 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 and it's shocking to me to hear pundits on, on the networks and congressmen saying we need to launch cyber attacks against Russia. We need to arm the Iranian people for a long civil war. I mean, does anybody – Listening, think that the Russians are going to sit there and watch us arm the Ukrainians, launch launch cyber attacks at them, and they're not going to come back and come after the United States. I mean, there's people saying we should go in with troops. It, 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 it's unbelievable. I mean, this was mishandled by the State Department and other agencies for the last couple decades, and in particular the last the, the, the Biden and, and the uh, Obama administrations, and, and they, they created a mess. The Germans, lots of the Europeans are like, look, we don't want it. We're not going to sit there and cut them off. And the Americans are like, well, we need to do something. We need to come in. We need to launch cyber attacks. They want war. The, 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 the Chinese, they tried to go through the Chinese to stop this. This just is how incompetent they were. They gave the Chinese all our intel. The, the Chinese showing the, the buildup, and the Chinese immediately went and showed it to the Russians. We know whose side they're on. Even the Indians are like, well, we're not cutting them off. It, no way. I mean, it, and so we basically – we are looking like utter, complete incompetence in, in foreign policy. Now, that's happened from time to time in the past. But, but, but what we're seeing is, is just real concern for people around – and so people around the world – 
they're like, what's going on? And then you, they look at the United States. You know, we're, we're, they were, we've been listening. How many times did we listen to, we need to protect the sovereignty of the Ukrainian border? I don't even know what to say. We have ceded control of the southern border of the United States to the, to the Mexican drug cartels. They control the, uh, the United States border, not the United States of America, to be very clear. Okay. Kamala Harris was in charge of it. Joe Biden, they're not doing – they don't care. Okay. That's, you know, that, that is a breach of – that's a breach of their, of their sworn duty to protect the United States. I mean that's an impeachable offense, but, but that's what they've done. So, so we don't have a southern border. If we're listening about how, how thousands of people could be killed in Ukraine, we have to rush to the Ukraine. We have 100,000 people, uh, 100,000 people have died of, fentanyl, of, of, of drug overdoses in the United States. And if you look at those overdoses, if you read the stories around the country, it's like, you know, so-and-so college student goes out for a good time. Someone gave them a fentanyl-laced uh, marijuana or cocaine or something, they die. Or, or, or people go to a Hollywood party, three people it's end up in the hospital, one person's in. This is not a bunch of junkies you know, on the street dying. These are Americans all over the country. Uh, the, the, the fentanyl is being produced in China. China is flooding the country with fentanyl. What they're doing is, is they're taking a playbook from the Brits that, that had the uh, – the more uh, was it morphine the well anyway the, the was it morphine on oh, no, it wasn't morphine it was it was one of the drugs the uh in in uh china that back in the 1800s that the chinese had to deal with so so we've got hundreds of they're engaged in sex trafficking they're charging thousands of dollars for each person coming across the border. There's 2 million people coming across the border, over 2 million people. They'll get the drug cartels are getting a couple thousand dollars, sometimes much more per person coming across. Add that up to how much money these people are making. Our southern borders have collapsed. Crime is spiraling out of control in the United States of America. And stick with me. I'll tell you where this is going. It, 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 Houston uh, has one of the highest, if not the highest, murder rate in the United States right now. Well, why is that? Because all these people came across the border into the country. Look at New York City. Uh, New York City is in a state of collapse up there. I mean, people people are fleeing the, the, the city. It, uh, crime is completely out of control. It, it, it's actually reaching – it's biblical up there. I mean, people are just – Walking down the street and people are randomly punching them out. They're coming on the subway. There was this a horrific video of, of some poor woman being beaten with a hammer by by basically a mental. These are mentally ill people in many cases. Uh, again, crime is completely spiral out of control. Women are afraid to leave their house in New York City. The people pouring into Texas and Florida in other places. The same thing we're seeing crime spiraling out of control in Los Angeles. People are again afraid to go out. Uh, you know. Wow, we're coming up here at the end of the show, uh, or not the end of the show, but a break. But the thing to remember is these people are they are refugees coming to the state of Texas and Florida. They're afraid of what's happening. So we're going to explain where this is going after the break. Just holding on. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. 
but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070. Uh, here, this, is, this is the thing to remember, to, to understand, is – that we, we talked about these issues. We, we talked about the, 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 the Ukraine has been badly mishandled, the Afghanistan badly mishandled, our, our southern border in a state of collapse, the, the, the ceded control of the southern border to the Mexican drug cartels. Uh, we don't even control our border. We, we talk about out-of-control crime. We're, we're dealing with inflation. In, inflation at 7.5% came in. Uh, the, the, these are incredibly high inflation numbers. We, we, they, we're not even – we haven't even raised interest rates. We're not doing anything to stop the inflation. We, we're not doing anything to stop the crime. They, 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 if you notice, they had these, the, these DAs in, in, in the government doing nothing to try to stop crime. Instead, they want to call in everybody's gun like that's going to solve the problem. They, they're doing nothing to – absolutely zero, nothing to stop the, 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 the flow of, 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 uh, of illegal aliens, of drugs coming across the, the Mexican border. 100,000 people are going to die from a, a drug overdose. They don't care. That people are seeing the crime spiraling out of control. They're watching around the world. They're seeing this, and they're going, what is going on with the United States of America? That people are starting to believe the United States is a country that is, is, is starting to collapse. And, 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 and it's hard to argue the point when we're, we're seeing absolute, when we're seeing people that really don't even seem to, to care 
at all about what they're doing. I mean, look at the, the, the we, we did we had the as soon as Joe Biden got in office, the first thing he did was that was shut down the Keystone Pipeline, which which was bringing the Canadian oil and gas into the United States to be to be clear to be processed at, at U.S. oil finders, which are the cleanest and, and most environmentally friendly in the world, because they want to sh- shut down oil and gas. They've been, they they they're, they want to put people in the Federal Reserve and the banking regulators that want to. They want to defund the oil and gas sector. They, they've stopped leasing of, of lands. They shut down Ardwar. They've done everything they can to shut down oil and gas in the United States of America for this new green deal. And, and, and again, and so what are we seeing? We're seeing oil, at, uh, gasoline at three, three fifty a, a, a gallon down here if you're lucky. And five dollars in places like New York and California, it, this is again hurt, it's hurting the middle class. The at seven and a half percent inflation is hurting the middle class, and they just don't care. They, 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 it, 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 they're they're out to remake the world of this new vision of the global economic forum, which is what who's behind a lot of this stuff. The Davos people, it, 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 and people around the world are realizing these people. They're going to destroy their country. Look what they're doing. They're removing the names of people from schools. Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. Uh, They they want to destroy our Constitution in in every form. In fact, the reason they want to do that is that's what radicals do. They want to erase past history so they can start over. That's the first thing the communists do. They pull down all the old statues and get rid of all the things. That's what's happening in the United States. People around the world... since that, they since the United States is headed for destruction unless we do something, unless we get new leadership in there. We have got to have thoughtful leadership that can that have the ability to think, have the ability to make trade offs. Yes, we want to have a cleaner environment, uh, but but we also want. It's going to take time. We're going to. We're going to transition into it. We have to have the ability to think that, oh, my God, these people are coming across the border. Look at this big pile of papers right at the border. These are all plane tickets and identification papers that the illegals have been told to get rid of so no one knows who they are. We're letting people and we don't know who they are. We need to stop this. They, they, we need to have a people. We have to have a, a program to control drug, drug usage, stop the drugs coming across the border, and then get people off of drugs in the United States. So instead of having uh, critical race theory and minority studies uh, students, we should be having pe- mental health students that can that, that, uh, psychiatrists and people that can deal with this issue uh, on a national scale. Yeah. You look at the crime in places in, uh, uh, in these big cities. Enormous amounts of it are. Look, no other no other city in the world has is full of people that are mentally ill like New York City that are just terrorizing people. No other city, no other city on the planet would allow that except New York City. And again, these people need to be treated. They need to be institutionalized in many cases. They need to be put on medication, but nobody cares. Again, there's a deliberate plan to destroy the United States, and it's starting to fail. People are seeing through this. The American people are seeing through this. We, we, we're seeing protests now. People are standing up. They're threatening people that protest, but they're, they're, they're realizing that th- their future is on the line, their children's, their grandkids' future. They're realizing the future of the United States is on the line. They, they, you know, come, come, uh, come uh, November, there's going to be a huge shift, and possibly sooner, I might add, by the way, in the House and the Senate. Uh, you know, they, they, they are so closely aligned to Repu- – particularly it, it's 50-50 in the Senate and very close in the House. 
you know, right now there's uh, one uh, New Mexican senator that's, that's in the hospital that, we you know, we'll see what happens there. But this thing could shift beforehand because there's real concern. Somehow we'd have to stand up and, and, and our, our establishment is going to have to stand up and say enough of this complete insanity. If, if, if we lose the dollar, which, which, which countries around the world are starting to shift. Now they're talking about using the SWIFT system against the Russians. If we do that, the Russians are going to start our own SWIFT system with the Chinese, and everyone else is going to go to that because nobody wants to be in a politicized banking system because it's a threat to them if the U.S. gets mad at them. And to all of these things, this is we, we have, we're dealing the highest budget deficit since World War II as percentage of GDP. Think about that. Those are the highest in the history of the United States of America. So we've got the highest budget deficits. We've got money printing by the Federal Reserve. We've got reckless money spending. We've got 7.5% inflation. This is going to be – people are looking for, look, I don't want to own dollars. What do I want to be doing with the United States? They're not trustworthy. They're incompetent. They're going to inflate their dollar into oblivion. I'm going to look at the Chinese. I'm going to look at other people because they seem – the Japanese, the European, they seem more trustworthy. This is the problem we're running into. We have got to somehow right this ship, and you have to protect your retirement. And being fully invested in the S&P 500 indexes is not the way to do it. That ship is is now in in, in tough water and in trouble. And so what you do is you've got to understand we're in a more inflationary world like the 1970s. So this is is a different world we're in. And so uh, what we're seeing is is you have to fret. Commodities are going to do well. Assets are going to do well in that environment, uh, and that's what we're going to see. Uh, you know, if you look at inflation, I said seven and a half percent. Where are my numbers here? Shadow Stats, uh, John Murphy's company. He, Shadow Stats. Did, he, he ran. He's done a lot of research, and he did the numbers to nineteen. The, the, right at 1980, they changed the way they calculated the CPI. So. So it's a dumb down. Then they did it. They changed it in 1990 again. So in 1980 and 1990, they changed it. The 1990 levels, uh, 1980 levels, excuse me, inflation is based at 15.64%. Recalculate the numbers that, that stats have done. This is the highest level since 1947 inflation rate, higher than the 1970s. By the way, we have talked on this show numerous times how this inflation environment is much more like the time uh, 46, 45, 46, 47, right after World War II. We, we, we talked about this on the show. We'd be saying, look, this is more likely what it is. And, and, and in both cases, they had to raise rates. We haven't raised rates. We have some of the highest real negative rates they're very high right now. Typically, when you see this high of real negative rates, there's a war, a massive inflation, or something bad is, is happening. And so the problem we have is we have 7.5%. Their numbers, not and possibly high as 15%. Numbers, this is very damaging. You've got to do something to stop it. Now, they've raised the two-year up to about 1.6% which is high, by the way. People are shocked at that number. That's where it was before, this, before the pandemic stru- struck, uh, and, and, and it's back to 19, uh, 2019 levels to try to stop it that way. But it's still, that you still have the, the tenure at about 1.9 or just under 2%. Well, if it's inflation 7.5%, that means you've got about 5% negative real rates, which means it's not, they're going to have to take rates higher here. It, 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 and so they, it's still not slowing the inflation down. Now, now that, 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 that we've, we've created, we've, 
I won't say we created, but we certainly didn't. We didn't do what we should have done to stop this debacle in Afghan in, in the Ukraine. Now, the, uh, Russia is a big producer of, of numerous uh, metals. Just to look at some of the numbers here, uh, if you look at it, there, U- Ukraine is a big producer of corn and wheat. Uh, on that, and, and the Russians. Let me pull my numbers up here. Uh, if you look at Russia, 17% of the world's gas, 11% of the oil, 43% of the palladium, palladium 25%, titanium 16%, but I think they also – I think they produce more than that either through the ore or something else. Uh, they're huge pl- uh, titanium producers, platinum, nickel, aluminum. Uh, uh, diamonds, 29%, potash, which is fertilizer, 20%, barley, 13%, wheat, 11 uh, corn's about 17% from the Ukraine. Uh, so all of these things, so the, again, these are all things that are in short supply in the world today, which is going to cause more commodity inflation. The oil prices, oil, it was getting close to uh, $100, over $100 in, in, in Brent crude. Again, more inflation's coming. And, and, and so this isn't help. We've done everything we can for the last 18 months to try to shut down oil and gas in the United States. And now here we are with sky-high prices, and now we, we have a problem with Russia. We're basically making rich because of the shortage of oil and gas because of our, again, incompetence at, at every level of the, of, the, of the United States government. I mean, it, it's just it, – and so you have to protect yourself from this type of world. And I, and I think this is going to be one of the keys going forward. And, and so this is why if we've talked, if you look at some of the numbers of, of – let me pull some stuff up here. Bear with me just a second. Uh, the, if you look at, at the stuff that, 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 that's a bullish, it, it's going to be your, your commodities. It's going to be your, your, uh, your metals. It's going to be your oil and gas. It's going to be those type of things did well in the 70s. We're back into the 70s. Uh, we're, we're hearing more and more of these companies start to admit that, yeah, they can't keep raising prices forever, and they're going to have to eat some of their costs or their costs are getting to them, and it, 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 we're seeing a slowdown. Uh, the American people can't afford this. If you look at our most recent uh, savings rates, our savings rates have dipped some of the lowest in the last two or three years. Uh, because people are not having to pull pull out of their savings to, to pay for these extra costs, and, and so it's going to be important to, to 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 understand this and understand where you're go, where we are in the world. I mean, I th- you're looking at a number of years of 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 starts and stops to the economy, of 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 inflation. Of, of we got a very good growth rate right now, probably have, but then we're going to have a slowdown, but still we're going to have inflation, which is stagflation. And then the minute we get a slowdown, they're going to want to put more money in the system, which is going to be more inflation. And, and, and so, so interest rates have to go up. They're going to go up. It, and uh, it, it's, we're going to see it probably in March, and, and now the, you know, the, we've been watching the Ukraine, so inflation is suddenly off the table, but, but, the, but it's going to be back on the table next week. And so understand the situation is just getting worse out there. It's not getting better, and, and, and we're seeing that. And, and, and if you look what, where the performance has been uh, year to date, it, it's really been uh, – it's been in the precious metals. It's been in the oil and gas. It's been in the commodities. Uh, it, it, you know, it, 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 given the market, at, at one time the market was down like 13%, and our accounts finally went negative for the year. I mean, it's just if, if you're in the right things, uh, you, you you can do that. And and and, and so uh, that that I think is is the thing people don't understand. They're not used to this. If you look at the 70s, uh, 
you know, the, the things that did best was, was value. It wasn't growth. It was value. Growth did the best in the last decade. It was small caps. It was REITs. It was uh, commodities. It was real estate. It was energy. Uh, those copper, cash, uh, those type of things did pretty well. It, it, you know, but, but it, it, and the problem was the growth stocks are. This is why we've seen the market sell off like we have. I mean, let me, let me give you some numbers. I mean, this has been a tough market. Seventy-six percent of, of the tech stocks are in a bear market, which means they've gone down over twenty percent. Seventy-six percent in the Nasdaq Composite, not tech, but Nasdaq Composite. Forty-seven percent of them are down fifty percent or more. Yeah, this is the, this is what we talk about. You have to protect yourself. You've got to have higher levels of cash. If you've got cash, you can go buy things, or you can wait for a better date. Uh, even the S and P fifty fifty one percent of the stocks are 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 down uh, 20 percent or more. It's what's doing better than Nasdaq because there's more value stocks, there's more energy stocks, there's more commodity stocks in the S and P five hundred. And so they're doing better. So so this is this is. You know, understand you have to be in the right things. Long-term bonds are not the place to be because interest rates are going up. Shorter-term bonds, money market, are the thing to do because you want to have you want to have a chance to get into the market, but you have to have some cash to do it. If you have some stock and it goes down fifty percent and you see a good value, and the only thing you, you're fully invested, you have to sell something down fifty-one percent to buy the other thing, and, and so it's kind of rearranging, you know, the deck chairs on the Titanic. Okay, yeah. Well, welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Ted, can you hear me? Hi. Yes, yes. Go, go ahead. Uh, so uh, I want to change the subject just a little bit here. Uh, uh, like you say, events are happening at rocket speed now. Things are really, uh, it's just like, it's, like you say, it's spiraling out of control. But yeah. what concerned me was uh, what was going on in Canada with the truckers. When the government started to shut down their ability to do banking, or, you know, have their banking accounts, uh, we could easily see that here. And I, I don't know if we have more protections down here from that or not. But what what would you suggest for people like like you and me uh, to uh, just plan? And if if you know the government for some reason doesn't like you anymore and they wanted to uh, cut off your access to your funds, what what would we do to protect ourselves? Oh, that's it. You want to spread it about in different, different, uh, different banks, different types of locations. Uh, people should have a couple months worth of cash uh, available, you know, in safety deposit box or precious metals. Same thing in value in a safety deposit in physical in a safety deposit box for a safe to protect themselves. I mean, that's uh, look, look right today. The, you know, the the the. Uh, the uh, there's lines in Poland because people are starting to panic up there. So you you know and and and, and they're running out of cash uh, in Poland because it's right next to the Ukraine. Uh, I don't think there's a problem there, but you know people get nervous. So I think that's that's what I would recommend. Uh, okay. But tell you what, we're coming up on a break. Uh, thanks for the call. I'm going to expand upon that because sure. there's some good news that came out of that, which we'll talk about right after the quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. Okay. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, we had a question uh, about the – actually, the plate Hayes Carl a little earlier here. Uh, Hayes is coming to uh, – playing up in Tomball uh, in late, late March. should be pretty exciting. But uh, – He's a lot of his bumper music. But the question was about the about the truckers. And, and what they did was is the people that they threatened people that gave money to the truckers by freezing their bank accounts. Uh, that that went really badly, from my understanding. Uh, it was reversed very quickly by uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, and there was there was a lot of rumors that. That there was that there was a lot of money pouring out of the Canadian banks. I think if people think that's going to happen, okay, great. I think it's going to cause a run on the banks here. I don't think that that that's one of the few things I've seen that that I you know I think the global economic form, the Davos people were behind that to try to stop the protests, and and that got reversed very quickly. That's one of the few things I've seen them reverse real quickly. Because so I don't, I'm not counting on that, but you keep your eyes open for something like that. I don't think that's going to happen because it really went badly in Canada. But so let's take our next caller. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Hello. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, a, a lot of the politicians right now uh, are saying that the U.S. is uh, is importing about 280,000 barrels of crude a day from, from the Ruskies. That isn't, isn't true, is it? 
I, you know, I don't. I, I don't think it, it could be. Look, in some cases, you get there, there's certain type of crudes that some refineries do better at than others, and it might be a heavy crude that they're getting a good deal on from the Russians or something like that. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I don't think we need. We don't really need their stuff. It, it, it tends to yeah. be a specialized type of thing. Yeah. Um, is there a website that that we're able to uh, to go to to uh, to see uh, the amount and from whom we are importing uh, and exporting crude to? And yeah. That that's a tough one. I would just Google and just say countries U.S. export uh, import oil from, and I think they'll come up. Like Venezuela is one where I know the refineries. It's a very heavy crude, and we have a number of refineries here that that yeah. that are, are set up to handle that crude. Right. We used a lot of theirs uh, when I worked for Lyondale, and um, um, we made just a fortune off of it. Of course, it was high in sulfur and uh, extremely hard to crack. But uh, we had the other traders that were able to do that and just, just made a fortune off of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it cleanly and stuff, and that's the important. This yeah. is what people don't understand. If it's if it comes in the United States, we do we do the job and we do it environmentally very well and with minimal pollution. And, and, and yeah. you know. But yeah, that's where okay. I would check. Thank All you. Right, thank you. Yeah, take care. Okay. Do we have another caller? Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Hey, Ted. Morning. Hi. I think this week we saw a great example of the plunge protection team at work. American nosedives, then they come in there and buy the hell out of the stock market and knock gold down. Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, turn your turn your radio down a little bit, please. You're getting some feedback. There you go. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, th- something happened on Thursday. Uh, th- there was a, there, I, I see some numbers. There's so almost a trillion dollars worth of puts out there. And when, when the market started going up, I think someone came in and started buying it. Uh, it and, and then, and then the, the, when, the, when the people started selling the puts, the dealers on the other side had to cover their shorts, and it led to a big short squeeze rally. I'm not sure how long this is going to last. I mean, some of these things are pretty cheap in here, so we could get a rally for a little while. But we still have to deal with with this this big inflation and higher interest rates. So, but yeah, I, I'm not sure who came in, but you know, it might have just been a big squeeze. But it was clearly, uh, I have a theory that some of these big, really big hedge funds have the ability to move the markets at certain times, and I think this was one of them. Uh, gold, uh, by the way, I agree with you, gold. I think they're trying to keep it down. Uh, gold is moving up. It's starting to break out. It's broken out. And uh, it, it looks like, about, as we wrote about our max savings report uh, this week, this it's breaking out in a couple cup and handle pattern. And this is a decade-long thing. And, and so it had a big cup of it going up, down, and then up, and then kind of a handle of the basing. And it looks like it's going, it's going, uh, it's going higher. And so we really like the whole sector. Is there a projection as to where it's going to go? Uh, yeah, the, the old the old high was twenty uh, ninety twenty eighty nine. I think it's going to break. To, I think twenty two hundred twenty two fifty. And then there's no telling what could happen in here, but that's where I think it's going to go near term. Thank you. Thanks. Good, good questions. Uh, yeah, we really like the sector. And, and one thing about the oil, the precious metals and the oil and gas, the the, the, the PE ratios on this company are, are really. Are very cheap in here, 
And, 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 and I think that that represents value. Uh, the other thing is we're looking through some stocks that are kind of very poor ESG scores. We found one that's at five times earnings. I think we're going to probably buy Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and, and the only thing we can think of, it just has a poor ESG score. We love the company, but uh, it's just interesting. Tell, do, we, do we have another call, Corey? Okay, thanks. Uh, so if you want to get in, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. So so uh, in, this, in, in this environment, what do you do? You want to buy companies that have earnings uh, that, 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 that you can look at that are reasonably priced. I mean, the, 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 the value, and again, we just talked earlier in the show, the number one performing asset class in the 70s was value and because that's, you know, they're making money. But it's two things. They're making money, but also they tend to be pretty cheap. And when inflation comes up and interest rates go up, they take the PEs down. So they hit the high PE stocks the best. But if, if stocks are, are, you know, are at, at cheap PEs, then it, there's not as much PE compression on them, so they tend to do better. Uh, and people – look, a year ago, nobody wanted the oil and gas stocks. They hated Exxon. They hated Shell. They hated Chevron. You know, uh, it, 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 we were telling you on the show, look, this is a, a historic opportunity. We, we talked at the time, it was, uh, I forgot, it was like 2% of the S&P 500 was, was energy. And at the time, uh, 2.7%. And at the time, uh, it was about 27% tech stocks in the S&P 500. We said, look, this is an opportunity. We told you, we said, even if you buy the idea, oil and gas is going away. If you look what the cigarette companies did, they were very profitable for the next 20 years. And, and now what's happening is all the oil and gas companies, and a lot of the, the mining companies, the same thing. They're managing for cash flow. They're managing for earnings. You know, uh, three or four or five years ago, all of them, all they talked about was our, our growth in our production, our growth in our ounces or tons of ore or whatever. And now they don't talk. They, they say, look, we're, we're growing the profitability of the company. Our earnings are going to go up this much. Free cash flow. We have this much free cash flow. You know, the, it, 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 and so it, it's a change in the way these people – it's not just that it's getting better in the industry and prices are going up, but the mentality has changed in the industry, in, in, in these industries, and it's going to make them much more profitable investments. So – so that's, I think, one of the things you really want to kind of watch in this market uh, is, is, is how that's going to go. Uh, again, one of the things we, we, we talked about here on the show was, was the uh, was the two-year, a little earlier. Uh, the two-year is down about 1.6%, 1.55. I think it hit 1.6 the other day before the Russia thing. That, that's a pretty big jump. It was, it was close to zero at one time. And, uh, and now it, it's had a big move up. It's back where it was before before this whole thing started uh, with the pandemic. It, and, and, and so I, I think that that's a sector that, that that looks pretty good. I'm looking at the chart on it, and it's back to where it was uh, in, 19, in 2019. And, and so we're getting what's called the flattening of the yield curve, which means the short-term rates are going up. And I, I think most likely what we're going to see is we're not going to see – we're going to see – Increases in longer rates, but they're going to take the the the, the short term rates up, and it seems like the last they're going to do it is is, is the Fed funds because everybody's watching it. But if you look at the at the two year at one point five percent, that that's a, a bigger. Uh, I mean, it was at point one eight percent, point one two percent. It back in uh, uh, let me see where's this May of last year. Less than a year ago, it was at 0.13%. So, so the rates are going up. Uh, 
and and and, and a couple things we're seeing it starting to affect the market. I mean, look, the the, the Nasdaq and the market really peaked. Uh, it, it it peaked by October November. If if you look at the Nasdaq here, Nasdaq has it, 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 it actually yeah November time frame and it's been going down ever since then. Uh, and, and if you look if you if you pull it back a little bit and look at it on a uh, couple year chart, uh, let's see here. There we go. It, it, it was trading at the bottom uh, on Thursday. It was trading where it was back in in uh, January and actually December of 2020, over a year ago. So it's lost a year of gains in the market. And, and so, whereas if you look at the oil stocks, they've done nothing but go up. So, so the, again, this understand a little different world. And, why, and, and keep in mind, at the peak, this was about 27 or more percent of the S&P 500 where the, where the, was the, with these tech stocks. A lot of them were, 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 in, were, uh, were tech stocks, not in the NASDAQ, but the S&P 500. It, and, and that's what's been dragging the market down. And this is why we talk so much about during the time. Uh, going forward, look, the rally is, is, is it went up a big volume Thursday, the volume seems to be drying up. It seems to be a short covering rally. So we'll have to kind of see see where things go. But we still have the inflation battle in front of us. As we talked earlier in the show, according to John Murphy's shadow staff, the real inflation is at 15.64%, the highest, according to his calculations, since 1947. So this is completely out of control. And what the question is, where does the dollar start coming under pressure? We think that's going to happen. And if the, keep in mind, if the dollar falls, that's bullish for commodities as well. So, so all of this thing, I, I think, works in. The, the stocks are pretty expensive now, so you want to kind of wait a little bit and, and sort of see. But again, stable demand type of stocks as well that can ride through if we get stagflation. Those they, they can power through these things and continue to grow, maybe at a bit somewhat slower pace. That's going to be one of the keys to, to protect yourself from inflation. The, okay, if you got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show. Actually, it's pretty tight here. Uh, the, there was some work from Goldman Sachs about what's going to happen with the Russia, the Russia, uh, the Ukraine invasion. And, and again, uh, it's. It, it, they think there's a direct hit to GDP for the region. Now, Russia's only about two in Ukraine are about two percent of world's GDP, but they're much they're much higher levels as we talked about the commodities, which are in short supply. Your your uh, titanium, your your nickel, uh, your nickel, your uh, cobalt, uh, aluminum, uh, corn, wheat, bigger percentages there. So that's going to push it up. Uh, it's going to cause lower exports to the region. Uh, uh, it's going to lower the commodity supply, and it's going to tighten financial conditions. And again, what the, their numbers are, just to kind of repeat what we talked about, I got from some other sources, 17% of oil, 11% of the world's uh, gas, uh, looking out, 11% of industrial me- of, of metals, uh, uh, wheat, 11%, fertilizer, 8%. Uh, uh, and some other ones I've seen, actually, potash is higher than that. Uh, on, on some of the other other things we've looked at, uh, so it, 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 and potash, keep in mind, is fertilizer. So, uh, so again, this is going to be bullish for agricultural commodities. Uh, it, 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 if this thing breaks into a, a a guerrilla war, I mean, how much wheat and how much corn? Twenty two percent of the world of, of 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 global exports is corn uh, from the Ukraine. Twenty percent because from the Ukraine. So, 
So this, so this is going to slow the economy. Again, it's going to add more inflation to the worst possible time as we already have the inflation. So I think it's going to be important to continue to protect. Okay, thanks, Corey. So just to wrap up, uh, we're going to still be dealing with the inflation they're going to have to work through. Uh, the, the, the issues in the Biden administration, the, the disastrous foreign policy, the disastrous border, the, the out-of-control crime, uh, the, let's just, the, the energy issues, uh, the runaway inflation is really starting to become a concern for the country. I, 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 they're either going to have to do something dramatic, uh, and again, this is probably not going to be good for the market. Uh, I, I do think you're seeing changes. I think people that are fed up with this, I think they're, they're and I, I I think they're starting to lose, and that's the thing. It's so people are, are seeing what's going to happen, and change is coming for the better. But until then, you're going to have to protect your retirement inflation. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week right here on the Next Up Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.